What's up, everybody? It's Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday. Um, as you all have heard me say, I know a million people named Kim. I know a lot of Kims, and uh, I call them by a variety of names. But the first Kim I met, <laughs> I like use their, I don't call them names. What I mean is I use their last names or uh, like my stylist in my phone. She's hair Kim. (laughs) I just know a lot of Kims. But today, the first Kim I met, it's her birthday. So happy birthday, Kim. Um, we met in like the seventies. So we go way, way back. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day and she listens. So I don't know if she'll hear this today, but Anyway, I did send her a text. This isn't the only message. <laughs> you know, it's we've gotten to a place where people are like, didn't you read my Facebook? No, I ain't read you. I didn't know you was getting divorced. Can you, like, pick up the phone? Can you text me personally? Can you call me? But uh, anyway, one of my uh, friends uh, is in town. Well, he listens to the podcast and he sponsors the podcast. So thank you very much. But he heard my show about... Uh, you know, visit St. Louis, but you might get shot. And he was like, I don't think they're going to put that in the literature. <laughs> the tourism package. I don't think that's going to make it, but it should, because, you know, let's just be honest. And there are people who are thrill seekers, you know, is St. Louis to die for? Maybe come check it out and see for yourself. I mean, to be honest with you, I the the closest I've come to the gunfire is when it just erupts in my neighborhood, which is terrifying. I haven't been um, held up or I haven't had people like pull guns on me personally. But, you know, crossfire and being in a neighborhood where people are clearly having a shootout is not fun either. Um, And I don't make light of it. I'm not. It's yeah. There's a podcast where I'm clearly furious. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It, it infuriates me that it's gotten to this point. However, there's still so many cool things about St. Louis and really some wonderful people here. And, you know, we deserve a better city, to be honest with you. But until we get that, you should still come check it out. You know, uh, it's an interesting and amazing place. The architecture alone is so beautiful. Every person I know that wants to film something has always fallen in love with the architecture Um, because you just don't see that much of it. We've got like a New Orleans uh, part of town. Like it looks it's we were settled by the French, too. So you've got that. You've got all these wonderful brick homes. It's it's a historical city. We just don't act like we understand what that means. (laughs) We just bury the shit in the park. Who cares? You know, I I think finding out that Walt Disney wanted to put a park downtown and whoever the leaders were at the time said no, it tells you all you need to know. This has been a place of anti-growth for a long, long time, you know, and I don't understand it. I don't. St. Louis is a great place and it could be an amazing place for everyone, not just a few people, you know, uh, it could be an amazing place for all of its citizens, but it just feels like nobody really wants to do that. And I don't know who would do that, but the proverbial, they are not interested. So anyway, 
Uh, I thought that was funny. He was like, I don't think that's going to make it into the tourist materials. <laughs> it should, though. It should. It would attract a different element, you know. But St. Louis is great. Great food, great people, really great people. You know, so anyway, <sighs> we're in the middle of May. I don't know what you were planning to do in 2021. Hopefully you're getting close to it. Uh, you're halfway there almost. So, you know, you just got to stay diligent, stay focused. If you were planning on uh, working out every day, you still can. The COVID restrictions have been re- have been lifted for the most part. Uh, but it sounds like if you didn't get vaccinated, you very well could just get COVID. And I guess you won't be spreading it, um, you know, so... And and hopefully you won't, uh, your body will resist it, you know. Uh, I don't, at this point, I just don't have anything else to say. <laughs> you know, like if you didn't get vaccinated, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I get people being anti-vaccine, but, and I get that this was developed quickly, but let's be honest, it should have been developed a long time ago. And the fact that Joe Biden was able to come in and get so many vaccines out from scratch. And come on, there was no plan. You know, they got there. There was no pandemic office anymore. There was no uh, vaccine plan. You know, the power of planning is important. And I think everybody thinks they're good at stuff. Just because you have an idea doesn't mean you're good at something. You know, you're just because you have an idea about something doesn't mean you know how to build it and execute it. And, you know, I've had trouble scaling my business at times. There were times I was like, I don't even know how to do all the things that I I know that I wanted to do. And over time, I just really had to drill down into what my company did and do it. You know, so everybody thinks they can build a program. Everybody thinks they can build. It's just like building a house. There was a time in history when you wanted a house, you had to go out and build it. Then you could have exactly what you wanted or you could only have what you were capable of building. You know, (laughs) so it's we don't do that as much anymore. But certainly uh, and I'm not saying have it built. I'm saying you went out there in the woods, cut down the trees and uh, built it yourself, you know, and, uh, you know, we've evolved. People don't like to, people don't like to admit it, but life in 2021 is still better than life in 1941 and 1841. You know what I mean? It's not perfect, but it's better. You know, humans have had, have a better existence now than we've ever had, you know, and we should celebrate that. It's not perfect. And certainly when you start dissecting each little, you know, area, each little uh, demographic, we're all going to have our issues. We're all going to be pissed about something. But that doesn't mean we haven't made progress. Slow progress is better than no progress. And we have made progress. So anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful and amazing uh, uh, weekend. I uh, was, I guess I was about to go to sleep and there was a little bit of a Quentin Tarantino movie on. And I don't know, I've had such a mixed relationship about his films. I, on one hand, think he's very, very talented. Uh, He admittedly steals from foreign films. 
and most of us don't watch the stuff he watches so it looks new to us um but his his relationship with black people and the n-word and all of that has traditionally made me uncomfortable over the years and you know I do think he is very very visually like one of the best directors his love of violence and the n-word have kind of kept me at arm's length but not to the point where I can't admit that I think he is talented super talented um of his movies I think Django might have been my my favorite and I'm not sure why I think it was because it was like slavery meets a spaghetti western it was just really it was really deep um and the character of Stephen uh Samuel L. Jackson I see Stevens all around and it's an interesting role that not a lot of I think uh people have wanted to broach that person of color who was basically you know working for the man (laughs) you know and they're out there you know that you know somebody who looks like they pretend to care about black people and don't care about black people at all you know I'm telling you Steven from Django probably makes Django and and Quentin Tarantino okay with me (laughs) because that character I see that character everywhere um in all walks of life and it's so interesting to me and so now I have a name for it so I can be like hey you just Steven from Django and James um is that it is it what's it Django Unchained in James I don't know something about some chains because <laughs> one of my friends used to say it wrong and I made fun of her so bad I now I can't remember the name <laughs> I think she kept calling it Django in Chains and I was like that's not it <laughs> so yeah anyway whatever he Django has redeemed Quentin Tarantino for me although I was watching a few minutes of Kill Bill and um I mean, the violence is just so over the top and silly. Uh, But, you know, there was care there. You know what I mean? I can see he cared and was putting something in there uh, that we'd never seen before because it looked like anime. It looked like even the non-anime parts looked like uh, it was just plus it was tough to watch. It really was. But I I respect and appreciate what it is, you know. It is definitely, uh, you know, grindhouse cinema. It's it's not designed to be the most polished, the most interesting. In her Bruce Lee outfit, like that was all very very cool, very cool. But I I don't know if I'm I just don't know how he feels about black people, but. The fact that he would would put the Django character out there of Steven, uh, that that to me is probably one of the bravest things, you know, that someone could do. It's such a um, such a hot topic. And to be honest with you, I probably won't ever watch another slave piece. I I think for me. <sighs> 
12 years a slave was probably where I drew the line. Like, that's it. I'm tired of period pieces, but I'm really tired of slavery pieces. Uh, Hello, Hollywood, from your black friend, Judith. Please stop with the slave movies. I mean, I'm just done. I just can't. We're still alive. I We can't get a contemporary romance. We can't get like a rom-com. Why I got to keep watching these slave? And what are you bringing to the slave narrative that that these other slave pictures aren't bringing? I'm just tired of it. I really it's hard for me to watch a period piece, but I really want to watch another slave piece. I just can't. I'm over it. I'm still alive. I am here. I'm interesting. I don't see hardly any stories that look like my life at all, which I guess the world is waiting for me to write them and produce them and fund them clearly. So, but I'm not bitter, (laughs) which is a total lie. I'm completely bitter. (laughs) Anyway, from your black friend, please have a wonderful weekend. Um, I think I'm going to start signing off all my emails like that. Your black friend. uh, I don't know. Just it's it sounds funny. (laughs) A real quick when I uh, lived in another state. I used to go get my hair done at this uh, salon that did, um, it was like a great clips, but they had a a black stylist in there, which was fascinating because I'd never seen that before. And she did uh, everybody's hair. Like if you came in and you needed a relaxer, cool. But if you also just needed, you know, something that white people only get, cool (laughs) like she could do that too and I'd never seen that before because I live in St. Louis and we just don't do that so um at least not back at least I haven't seen that our style is some things in in St. Louis are you know if you black you go here uh, for it a black person will provide that service uh and that's it and that was one of them so I'd never seen that before but every time I will call uh, and leave my name, every time I walk in, she would look at me like, oh, and I'd be like, it's Judy. And she'd be like, so finally one time she was like, girl, I got to just tell you, every time I look at my book and I see Judy coming in, I just never think you black. So I said, oh, okay. So after that, I started making my appointments. I would be like, okay, uh, put black Judy down for two o'clock. <laughs> <sighs> which was funny. <laughs> so I told somebody that story. They're like, I'm going to call you Black Judy. I was like, nah, nah. It was just a moment. I needed to use it as a descriptor. That is not my name. So anyway, uh, I'm rambling. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope everything's going well for you. Um, yeah, COVID restrictions are lifting. So wah, wah. it also means you got to go back to your office. So for some of y'all, you know, that sounds great for some of us. It's like, oh, anyway, hopefully, I mean, we just focus on the positive. We're still employed uh, for, for some of us. Life is, has been good through COVID. Nothing really changed. I know multiple people who've been promoted, who are moving to different cities, who are making more money. Uh, lots of people have prospered through COVID. And I recognize not everybody has. Please make a donation to Feeding America. I have. I hope you do, too. And, um. Yeah, you know, let's just keep it moving. If you're blessed and things are going well, amen. Let's just keep doing that. You know, if you saw that you needed to make a change, hopefully you did. 
because uh, in Missouri, they are ending the unemployment benefits. So if you was leaning on that, which I hope you weren't, because that's not really a lot of money. That means you need a better job if it's if you make more money on unemployment. Come on. All right. Be well. Be safe. Be safe. And be your best.